Hi, Dean here from the Dean Team, and welcome to One Step Closer. You haven't heard from me for a while, because I've been off writing my book. I'm about halfway through, I'm up to chapter 10. But I'm just having a break, because Zula, my speech therapist, challenged me to write a TED Talk. Now, I have no idea whether this TED Talk's going to go to stage or not, but here it is anyway. Attitude. People tell me all the time to slow down, but there is no stable state of being where Parkinson's just hovers, suspended in equilibrium. With Parkinson's, if you're not going forward, you're going backwards. Parkinson's is relentless. There's no doubt about that, and most of you have heard me say that on many occasions. So how do you combat something that is relentless? We need an attitude that is equally relentless. When was the last time you woke up in the morning? You weren't feeling well. You knew it was going to be a tough day. And you said to yourself, today, I'm going to step outside my comfort zone. I'm going to stand up, be counted, and do something that makes a difference to someone somewhere. Tonight, I wanted to share a story that really goes inside what it means to be relentless. It was 4am on a dark, crisp July Sunday morning. The muscles in my legs were tight, like an overstretched rubber band, as they normally would be when I first woke up. My Achilles felt like they were going to snap as I put them on the floor for the first time. My fingers and hands were stiff because I hadn't used them all night, so I couldn't even grab my Ugg boots laying on the floor beside the bed, as I was accustomed to putting them on as I got out of bed to help my feet warm up. You see, I'd been all night without medication, and this is what Parkinson's does. It takes a minute to kickstart the messages coming from the brain to the muscles in the body to tell them to start swinging into action. So I sat there for a few minutes, moving my hands, my feet, my fingers, my toes, getting the messages firing around before I reached for my Ugg boots again. Successfully this time. Slipped them on and slid it off the bed and carefully stood up for the first time that day and proceeded to my office, very slowly, hoping nothing was going to give way on me until I got a bit more movement and there it was. The tremor in the right hand, ever-present, unrelenting, even when it wasn't noticeable to others, I could feel it. After ten years, it's something I can't really remember not having and it will be keeping me company for the next thirty years or so, I hope. I couldn't take my medication just yet. That would be at 7.30, another three hours away. Otherwise, I wouldn't last a day out, so I'd just have to grin and bear it. You see, I was about to embark on a day that was going to stretch me to the limit. Luckily, I had packed a ute the night before, with all the made items I would need for the day. On the floor of my office, lay down in front of me, I only had a few important items left to throw in the car before I headed off to what seemed to be an impossible task for me when planning all started. A task I was told I shouldn't be taking on. It was too much. But I remember a quote I heard once, I think it was Nelson Mandela, that went like this, Everything is impossible until it's done. That was the way I was going to approach this day. Just with the threat of impossible lurking around in the back of my mind, and it was Parkinson's telling me this is not something you can do. The day I'm talking about was Sunday the 31st of July last year, 2022. 
the day of the inaugural Parkinson's Marathon Walk. The idea was the one of Will Bogue, another Parkinson's sufferer, who brought the concept to me and to try and make it a, become a reality. I said yes straight away, but didn't really know what it involved or what I was getting myself into. But it was a little familiar to me and a bit outside my comfort zone. As it turns out, it almost was impossible. But that's what people that suffer from Parkinson's face every day, the impossible. The challenge for me now, with three months of planning over, with all the setbacks we had to overcome, was to give 165 contestants that had registered an event they wouldn't forget and a platform to achieve their goals and the fun day that adults and children alike will be talking about for a long time. What's the problem, I said to myself, as I sat in my office, still dark outside, contemplating the day ahead and how I was going to get through the next 10 hours. I threw the last items in the ute, jumped in and took off into the dark for our Tarman Reserve, intuitively gripping the steering wheel of the car as hard as I could to try and stop the tremor in my hand. Twenty minutes later I arrived at the park, first as usual, still with a death grip on the wheel, just before 5am. Surrounded by bushland, pitch black, no one in sight, it looked like a scene from a horror movie, and I was about to be the victim. So I quickly flipped the latch on the doors, shutting them, and sat there for the next ten minutes, until my helpers started to arrive. Arrived they did, one by one, and as they did, I started allocating jobs. As well as that, the contestants for the marathon walk itself started to arrive for their 6am start. There would be three shorter walks on the day, 5 kilometres, 10 kilometres and a 21.1 kilometre half marathon to accommodate every level of fitness. But the marathoners were about to embark on a 42.2 kilometre journey. So we had to start them early and keep it quiet because we only had the park from 8am. So just before 6am, I set off with the sun just starting to peek through with a couple of helpers to set up the course just ahead of the marathon start. It wouldn't take long for their starting wave to overtake us, but that was okay because they were led by Will Bogue and he knew the 5km multi-loop course very well. We got back from the course set up after my first 5km walk for the morning. The home base area was well underway and the volunteers were starting to arrive. I remember looking at my watch and seeing 7am with another 5km walk ahead of me to place the volunteer marshals in their positions. I thought it prudent to take my medication now. Arriving back from placing the marshals in their designated spots, it was now 8am. The other contestants were starting to arrive. I was feeling better and our day was in full swing. It was going to be a marathon day, not only for the contestants, but also for me, because I would be juggling many hats, essential rest periods, medication and food intake if I was to make it to the end. Why would someone, the wrong side of 60, with obvious health issues, take on such a task? I can tell you why, in one word, yep, just one word, attitude. This day was going to uncover many examples of the attitude that I'm talking about. The 81-year-old lady with Parkinson's that completed the 10-kilometre walk. The man who had a stroke two weeks previous that completed the 5-kilometre walk with a walking frame. 
My personal favourite was a guy called Louis, who has Parkinson's and trained for the event to do the 21.1 kilometre half marathon. When he passed the finish line, his family showed up to watch him. So he just kept going for another 21.1 kilometres and finished the full marathon, with the sun starting to get low in the sky, and I was there to witness it, and it truly was relentless. You see, I believe everyone has a choice. That is the one great freedom that we still have, the freedom to choose, and every morning you wake up, you have the freedom to choose your attitude for the day. Am I going to attack life today or am I going to let it overwhelm me? The choice is yours. Don't be scared to stand up, step out and determine your own attitude for the day. It might be a little scary because it falls back on us ourselves. So out of fear of failure, we make excuses why we can't stand up and attack life and instead we play it safe. So look back at your life just for a moment and honestly, how do you see it? Do you see it as comfortable, adequate, acceptable, or do you see your life changing others? It's all in the attitude. I know, because I was comfortable, adequate, my life was acceptable, but that all changed 10 years ago on January the 1st, 2013, when I came back from a run, yep, on New Year's Day, and I felt the tremor in my hand for the first time. I didn't know at the time but my world was about to come crashing down around me and there was nothing I could do about it. Except, I still had the freedom that I had the day earlier to choose when I woke up on the 2nd of January 2013 what my attitude would be. Make no mistake, it didn't come easy. It took me a few years to work out myself what I'm explaining to you tonight. It's a hard road changing after 52 years of comfort and complacency into an attitude of stand up, grab life with both hands and give it a shake. When life itself is trying to do the same to you, especially when the future seems so uncertain. My future seemed to be one of where I would never be 100% healthy again. One of tremor in my right hand. How severe would it get and would it progress to my other limbs? And what else would pop up along the way? Fatigue was, and still is, one of my most debilitating symptoms. Muscle cramping, that quite often left me in a great deal of pain. Imbalance that threw off my running style, with my right arm swinging much less than my left. My writing was getting smaller and more difficult all the time. My speech was getting softer. I was beginning to choke on food as I ate. Dizziness from getting up too quickly, the absence of the sense of smell. Nausea caused by the accumulation of medications in my system and several other things that Parkinson's can attack you with. I was to work on these issues one by one when my community rallied around me, in a way I never experienced before, although it might have been there already. It took the spectre of a major brain disease to shine the light, at least for me, on what was happening around me. For me, there was nothing else I could do but choose life and life more abundantly, and my attitude to life changed without question. I was ready for anything that life had to throw at me, and welcomed it with open arms, and the ride I've been on ever since has been nothing short of amazing, and the things I've done and the places I've been continue to bewilder me, 
but the only thing I do know for sure is the higher power in me and the community that is around me cannot be overcome by anything that life has to throw at me now. And that is the attitude that I choose to wake up with every morning. What is your thing? What do you like doing? What gets you out of bed in the morning? For me, it was and still is my family, my community, exercise, running and the Dean Team Project. For you, it may be cycling, tennis or even art. Whatever it is, that's a good place to start building the right attitude to face what life throws at you. By the way, that walk we were talking about a little earlier, you know the one that was impossible? Well, it was a huge success and we'll be on again in 2023, bigger and better than ever. Because treading water is not an option. We are swimming into the deep end once again. When you wake up tomorrow morning, what attitude are you going to choose? I know what mine will be. Thanks for listening. And bye for now.